Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Man, God been good to me. Man, he been so good to me. Wow. And, 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 and you know why I say it like that, what makes it amazing, is because it's been in spite of myself. I mean, you know what I mean by that? I mean, I mean that he's been good to me in spite of all the craziness I've done, all the foolishness I've gotten myself involved with, and not only got, but knowingly got myself involved with, all of the stupid decisions I've made. Put all that to the side, and he's still been good to me. Bring it all and put it on the plate, and he's still been good to me. Man, that's amazing, man. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that could say the exact same thing. I mean, come on, man. I got you ain't famous. I got ain't nobody got no microphone in your face. I got nobody ain't got no spotlight on you. I got nobody ain't got no camera in your face. I got nobody probably ain't nobody blogging about you. But let me tell you something. If you break it down and be real about it, oh, you done done something outside the box. You done done something, ladies included. You've done something out the box. You woke up and went, what? did I do that for? Oh, we've all done it. So with all that said and done, God still loves you, man. God still loves you, still wants the best for you, still considers you his child, and is is willing, is willing, man, to show you your future. He is willing to show you your life. He is willing to let you take a peek at the blueprint. Man, that's an amazing God right there. 
Because I don't, I know I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I'm glad it's him. You know, uh, today, man, I want to encourage brothers out there. And when I say brothers, I'm talking to everybody that's of the male species. I don't care about your color. I really, really don't. I don't even have time for that in my day. I, matter, matter of fact, sometimes when you get to discussing race, I just get tired of it sometimes. I just wish. You know, some, some days I just want to wake up and just do me. You know, I, I, I got what, what, what the skin tone is. I got that. But I just want to wake up some days and just go on about my business and do me. I don't want to have to deal with it. Sometimes I get tired of talking about the issues. I ain't going to make them go away, but sometimes I get tired. So today I'm talking to brothers, all the brothers of the male species. I'm talking about men. Today, man, if, if, if you ain't doing it all, if you're feeling empty, man, start today completing your, your process and your journey. And you know what I'm saying by that? If there's a part of you that's missing as a man, and 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 now, man, I'm talking to you, so you know some ladies listening, but you know what I'm talking about. It's it's some part of you that's missing as a man. If you ain't really been in touch with your kids like you're supposed to, now for whatever the reason is, and please know, I do understand how sometimes women can use children as pawns. It happens all the time. I've been through it. I've been through it, man. I know what it feels like, man, to want to do something, but because you ain't got this or you ain't doing this, then I ain't going to let you have this. You got to fight through, fellas. You got to fight through. You got to fulfill your end of the deal. And I got how difficult they making it. I got how, man, it's going to come with some drama, but you got to fight through it. Because, man, we need fathers to be fathers. That's really what we need. If you're a man out there and you are a father of a child, we need you to do your job. We, I'm talking about the, our community, our situation, us as a people, all of us, we need you to be a father, period. Hey, man, I ain't coming down on you. I'm, I'm just your boy. I'm your man, and I've been in the same predicament and the same hole myself where I couldn't get to them, uh, where they were used as pawns, where they they were told things about me that wasn't even true. I've been through it. Uh, You can't see them. You don't come over. Okay, okay, I got all that. You ain't sent this. You ain't, okay, hey, hey, got all that. If, if, If you can call them sometimes, tell them you're thinking about them. Tell them you love them. If you can get a letter to them, if you can get a message to your children through one of your relatives, start the process today. Be a father. It's your job. Now, because you ignoring him or you acting like they ain't over there or you done backed him out of your mind because the situation got too difficult, I got that. I, I, I got that. But you got to step up and be fathers. You got to write a letter. You got to send the money. If she talking about if you don't send all the money, you ain't going to send Send what you got. If she if taking it over there is too much drama, send it through a relative. Give it to a mama. Give it to a sister. Ask her to take it over there and do something for the baby. Because, okay, okay, you can't deal with the drama. I got that. And I know it's much to pay when you have to deal with that. Because I, clearly I know hell have no fury like a woman scorned. Please know I know that. Please know. And that's a real statement. That ain't no saying Steve got. That's that's the truth. So, but do what you got to do. Sometimes you have to apologize. Sometimes an apology goes a long way to your children. Just say, look, 
because I've made this apology before. Hey, man, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you. I was out grinding and hustling, and I wasn't paying attention to you. And I should have been. And I apologize. Now, imagine, man, there's days where you was telling people I was your father up at the school and they wasn't believing you. I apologize for sending you through that. But now, man, I tell you what, I made some mistakes and I got it together. I want me and you to move forward as father and son. I want me and you to move forward as father and daughter. I want to be in your life. I ain't got a lot, but guess what? I know a lot. Because if you're a man and you're a father, please know you know something that child don't know. You have information. You have experience. That's all they need sometimes to have somebody to talk to. That daughter of yours just needs to know from her daddy, how should a man treat me, dad? What should I look for in a man? See, they'll take that information from you because they know it's coming from the right place. And then you know that your son needs you because you know how difficult it is if you're trying to be a man without your daddy. You already know how funky that is right there. So come on, man. Admit your mistakes and move forward. Call your kids. Write a letter. Get a phone number on them. Send a text. Drop a message. Send a note up to the school. Do something, man. If those of us that are fathers would just be fathers, I could shut the mentoring camp down. Now, I would say I apologize because I don't want you to think I'm coming down on you, but I've been through this myself. I ain't really coming down. I'm just reminding you this is our job. These are our children. This is our responsibility. We are men. There is no excuses. You, you You don't get cut a break on that one. Sorry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Got it, had it, want it, did it. Go on now. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Go on now. Uh, good morning, everybody across the country. Uh, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, just starting a little bit different today. It's another great day to be alive. Yes, it is. Another great day, another opportunity to take advantage of all this free time that you may have. If you're not a frontline worker, and out there every day putting it in, the grocery store workers, the, especially the medical health care first responders, fire department, police officers, all of you that's got to go out there regardless. Uh, stay safe. Watch yourself. Uh, the rest of us is at the house. All right? And it is mm. what it is. And make the best of it. You can do it. Yes, you can. There's a bright side to this situation, but you do have to be a bright-minded person to look for it. Live your life in great expectations, and that's what will come your way. It's the law of attraction. It really does work. It's called faith. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. You're right. Thank you, frontliners. Thank you so very much. Appreciate you. Holla, for real. Thank you very much. Good morning, crew. What's up? What's up? Ooh, you too hot. You way oh, too hot. Yeah, you way mm-hmm. hot there. You hot oh. girl. That there damn girl. boy, that doggone <laughs> junior. What up, morning, everybody? Thank you to all the frontline workers. Hey, hey, my hey, mama. hey, hey, dog. Did you just clear your throat just now? <laughs> uh-uh. I heard something. I heard no. something. <laughs> We okay. panicking now, ain't we? We turning now, on each other. everybody. <laughs> yeah, we turning <laughs> on each other. <laughs> we turning on each other. Hey, hey, hey. Know, we'll turn on each other in a hot <laughs> second. Tommy Tom. Big doggy dog, we in the building, man. We in the building. 
You a little hot, dog. I'm hot too. Okay. Yeah, you a little hot. Everybody it's a little hot today. Is it your headphones? Nah, my headphones don't move. Oh, Is it your throat? No, Dave got it. No, my throat fine. Thought I had something to date on. scared, he's scared hey, Tommy, today. Tommy had the little allergy went outside. My eyes started itching in there. I, had, I did like this. I went, <coughs> I said, uh-oh. You ran in the house. Dog, I ran in the house and leaned over the sink looking in the mirror. Just stared at my house to see if I could see it. You know, because, you know, start just in the mirror just looking, trying to see if I could see it. The same thing they be showing on CNN. Man, I got quiet. You know, I be looking for that big round dot with them red suction cups on Oh, my goodness. Man, yes. I was looking. I said, man, God, come on. My wife came there and said, Steve, you know your allergies. You Have you taken your Claritin? Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, okay. You Thank you, baby. That. Yeah. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, it's Lord. something, ain't it? We're up in here, yeah. Claritin. Blow nays. You know, I didn't want to be the coronavirus headquarters on this show. I wanted to open up and give some laughs and joy to people. But, my God, we've got to stay serious about this and diligent and watch and informative and encourage each other to stay home and wash Mm -hmm. your hands and practice social distancing, man. It's the only way we're going to flatten this curve, man. Absolutely. And it seems to be working when people do that, you know, in some places. But, um... Coming up, uh, she may have some words of wisdom for us as well. Sister Odell in the building at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is Wednesday, so you know what that means. It is time for Sister Odell. She is in the building. You hear her. Here she comes. Uh huh. <laughs> What's she be coming for? Social distancing. Uh-huh. I needed you, baby. Ooh, she holding that bag. Oh, my G's, my Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Hey, day in the morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Odell. Sister Odell. Hello, good. How's y'all doing today? Hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. How you doing? Good. Happy Corona. Hey, Shirley. Huh? Oh, hello, uh, Sister Odell. It's a holiday. I mean, it ain't me. a holiday, but you can't go nowhere. It startled me with that one. Just be excited. Hi, boys. Hello. Morning, good morning. Sister Odell. Good, Happy good, Corona. good. Well, yeah, well, you know. I'm not happy as hell, but it's not going anywhere right now, so we're just dealing with it, just trying to add some joy. That's right, Sister Odell. Uh, right off the bat, I have to ask you this. Uh-huh. I have to ask, did you see the Clark Sisters movie? Yeah. The legendary Clark Sisters. Yeah. Did you sing? How hard Straight did you sing? Yeah. You brought the sunshine. You brought the, How hard? Yes. You, you brought the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lord Jesus. I, I couldn't hardly watch the movie for shouting. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I was just praising him the whole time. Yes, All ma'am. them heifers kissing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Lord, Lord, them some singing this, singing this yes, Can I get a witness? Uh-huh. Somebody know Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 
Ah, all them doing high notes, everything. There's a bomb in a gillion. <laughs> is my living in vain? Yes. Oh, Woo. Lord, I, I saw yes. it. I couldn't believe they did that movie. I want to thank Mary J. Blige and, and uh, Queen, Queen Latifah, Latifah. and uh, Missy. Girl, them girls right there. Them girls knowed what they were doing. And that other girl, the, uh, the one that be producing, kick, kick, uh, what's her name? Dr. Holly Carter. Holly. Yes. Uh-huh. What, doctor? Dr. Holly Carter. Yes. When? when? Yes. A long time ago. A doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am. You know, it's getting so now, people just, you know, you know. Well, we, love some Dr. Holly. We, I love Holly. we love Dr. Holly. Yeah, Gigi, you know, but you can add a title. Ain't nothing we can check on. <laughs> I think you can check on that. Well, anyway. But anyway, yeah, the movie was great. Uh, yes. it, it really was. It really was good. Uh-huh. So, good. Sister Adele, I wanted it. to, can I ask you, like Steve asked us, who is your perfect singing group if you had to pick four women? All-time favorites? Yes, ma'am. Mahalia Jackson. <laughs> of course. <laughs> James Cleveland. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, men or women. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is just a quartet. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Mahalia Jackson, James Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Good day. Need a good piano player, Andre Crouch. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> Crouch. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> let me see, one more. Yes, ma'am. Oh, mm. oh. Adam. Oh, they sing. Don't good that Yolanda Adams. Lord oh, Jesus, oh, sing yeah. a circle around her. She sang a circle around her, a circle. That's <laughs> 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 careful. Mouth yeah. opened up so wide, teeth just as pretty, just be mm-hmm. singing. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Mary, but Mary. I on the all time and then uh Clifford Wilson. Who? Ooh. Cliff Wilson. Reverend Clifford Wilson? Hmm, I'm not familiar with him, Sister Odell. Ah, uh, you you ain't gonna be familiar with him. Well, oh, well, where you know you him from? Who, who is I, he? From who church. Oh, what is he? Clifford is he Wilson was the son. No, he wasn't famous. You, you'd have known him, then, wouldn't you? Well, yes, ma'am. Well, we were <laughs> I just said you wouldn't know him. Oh, okay. Well, what is he? Reverend doing Clifford today? Wilson. He died from polio. Nineteen thirty eight. Jesus, he could sing. Ah, we almost got married too, you know. What? Almost. You like to sing. What happened? Why didn't you? Well, I like to sing and then, you know, some other things, but you know. (laughs) He died, so (laughs) had to cancel them plans, you know, Pope Clifford. You know. But you recovered, I see. I always recover. Just because you die, what you want me to die for? <laughs> That's what actually is, the last thing they cured, Sister Odell. What is that? Oh, they cured most, way more stuff after that food. Oh, they got vaccines, but they ain't cured it. <laughs> well, they ain't cured stupidity. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Fresh case of that every time I comes in here. Mm. Pop okay. team. But you'll be fine. Ain't no pop team that dead in the mouth. No. <laughs> I don't do pop teen, sweetie. I hit you dead in your in your forehead and bust your teeth out with mine. You see it coming, huh? This boy know his, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. Keep on what? 
What is no. you gonna do with your stupid ass? What is you go, gonna do? Go, 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 go now we ain't gotta go on here, I come. Cause you ain't gotta say go on here, here me is. Here me, it ain't it don't take much to get over here. Cause I ain't going nowhere. What you want to do, corona and Tommy? I ain't got time to fool with you. I ain't got corona, but I tell you what, though. I tell you what I do got, though. What? I got this cane over here. I got this walker. And let me tell you something else I got right here. You got a cane and a walker. Now, I that's got a already. Cane. Uh-oh. Well, hold on. Well, hold, hold, hold. You ain't got either one. Uh-oh. So now, who look like they at the disadvantage right now? The person on the cane and the walker is the disadvantage. Well, seeing as I'm sitting here and I got both of them in my hands, who you think going to win this one? I told you you were stupid. Oh, I hate mm. to break up this love match, but um, Sister Odell, as always. Uh, nephew, so a lot of people that ran over here and ain't made it. Though. Run that prank back. All the people back. that know you ain't here no more. It's coming well, up I next. I tell you what right here. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all you want. I'm a case of Corona. Now you want it? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. Also in entertainment news, celebrity baby news for Sierra and Russell Wilson. Plus, tell me something good. Some good news. A black female doctor is leading the charge to find a cure for COVID-19. We'll talk about all these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the nephew to step in and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Don't leave his house again. Mm. Don't good at telling leave. people what to do, ain't you? Oh, oh you back. Uh-oh. I ain't okay. back. I'm still here. Uh-huh. Oh, I about okay. been over with time and nursing shoes. <laughs> Why do you wear nursing right. shoes? You're not a nurse. Because I helps people. Okay, but you can wear any kind of shoes. You're not a nurse, though. They're comfortable. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. real. Any more questions, or are you just going to just stay stupid? I'm, I'm not Wow. <laughs> you need some of these nursing shoes look like to me. <laughs> they got, they got a high wedge. heel on them. Uh-huh. Come in a wedge. You need to get you a pair. <laughs> let's get to the prank, Neff. All right, let's go. Uh, don't leave this house again. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to speak to uh, Angel, please. This is Angel. Who's this? Angel, how you doing? My name is Randall. I live in the in the apartment building that you live in. How you doing today? I'm I'm doing okay. Is something wrong? Well, we got a little bit of a problem. Uh, I know it's a lot going on right now, you know, with the with the virus and all. But uh, it's been brought to my attention. I, I talked to the doorman, and he was telling me I, I've, you're the only person I've really seen going in and out of the building. W- where exactly do you work? If you don't mind me asking, Miss Angel. I actually do mind you asking. Um, can you tell me why you're concerned about where I work and where I'm going? Okay, so here's the deal. Like, you know, we all concerned about, you know, this whole virus thing. I'm noticing you going in and out this building every day. Every day you're going in and out, and I noticed that. So I asked the doorman about you, and he said something about that you had to go to work or you, uh, you know, you got one of those jobs that you – you got to be there or something like that. I don't know, but yes, I, you know, I, I'm an essential worker, but wait, so t- how, where did you get my number from? I, I asked around to a few of the neighbors that live on your floor and somebody, I just told them I was concerned. I wanted to talk to you about it. So my problem is this, we're trying to keep this whole apartment building safe, but you going in and out of it does not make it safe for us. 
You know, you you kind of need to stay at home right now until all of this is over with. Uh, are you telling me what I need to do? Is that what you I'm think telling you're doing you what right you now? need to do in, in the safety for the apartment building? That's what I'm saying. You you okay. you don't need to leave this. You don't need to leave the house no more. Ooh, I am not the one today. Listen, unless you are going to tell me that you are going to pay my rent and my bills and take care of my daughter, you need to mind your damn business. No, I can no. come and go as I damn well please. No, you're not finna keep bringing. See, see, that's what that's my problem. And see, that's the attitude I don't like. See, if you coming in and out of this building, bringing, we don't know if you bringing something in here or not. That's the problem I have with this. And that's why I'm calling okay, you right now. Okay, do you have a problem with, with eating food every day? Because I work in a grocery store. I, do you have a problem with making sure that the shelves are stocked? You work at and the grocery store. I do work at that, the grocery store. So you around all them people and then you coming back to this apartment building? And I'm also around all the food that you probably eat. What's your point? Uh, the point unless is... You're, you work... Unless you're hauled up in there eating canned tuna from two years ago, rice and beans, I'm pretty sure your food came from the grocery store. So essential workers like me are crucial to keep those stores open. I, I listen, listen. I, I I understand, but as far as you know, I, I'm 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 part of the team that 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 controls uh, all the people in the building as far as the neighbors are concerned. <laughs> I think I think you you misunderstand who you might think you are to me. You're nobody to me. You're just a neighbor. You don't control anything. You don't control where I go, who I go with, when I go, when I come. You don't control any of that. So I don't know what you think you might control. But well, I, 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 let me say this. End of the day, you need to keep your ass at home until this is over with. That's it. That's not. You're okay, going to make well, me say. I'll safe. be waiting for you. I'll be waiting for that check for the rent and for my bills. So when you slide that underneath the door, I'll do as you please. I'm not until coming then, nowhere near your though. I'm not coming right, nowhere near exactly. your Exactly. Look, let, and you also let me say this here. If I, if, I, if I see you leave your building again, we're not letting you back in. <laughs> you are, is this, you have lost your mind. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Because we, <laughs> see, 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 and see, this is the attitude I don't like. Is somebody not taking this seriously. I don't care what attitude you don't like. I pay rent here. I have always paid rent here, and me and my daughter live here, and we mind our business. You weren't going to tell me when I go and come and when I'm going to get into my own apartment. Get out of here. What is wrong with you? Listen, I'm going to say this to you. If you're not going to abide by what I'm telling you, then I'm, you, you, I already know it's you and your daughter, Christy, up there. I would have, have both I'm, of y'all move completely. I don't have you and Did your you daughter, just... Christy, move. What? What? <laughs> okay, I don't know who the f you think you are talking to, but I know you are not saying my daughter's name. You need to mind your mother's business. Me and my child are my business. You and whoever is your business need to stay the f over there and leave me and my family alone. I cannot believe you up in here talking about my kid. Are you out of You lost your mind. You must have lost your mind. What unit did you say you lived in? I, I didn't, say, I didn't, say, what, didn't say what unit I lived in. I didn't say that. Okay, well, go ahead and tell me. Since you got so much to say, since you got such a problem with my motherfucking attitude, okay, well, we can have a conversation face-to-face. -face. How about that? Uh, whatever. While you was at work the other day, I already talked to Chris. While I was at work? Why the f*** do you know my work schedule? Because I see you when you leave, but I talked I talk to I talk to your daughter, Christy, when you left the other day. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is clearly a problem. You got me f***ed up because you need to mind your business, and I don't 
ever want to hear anything about you saying anything near my daughter. You clearly have it up. Okay, you but your me? daughter, your daughter, Christy, is the one that told me to call you. I, I'm sorry, what? Your daughter, Christy, told me to call you. Matter of fact, she told me to prank call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Angel, you just got pranked by your daughter, Christy, girl. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Ooh, y'all got my it's, blood it's, pressure it's, all up and it's, it's a joke, Angel. It's a joke, baby. Your, your daughter, Christy, got me to prank you, baby. Mm-mm. Okay, y'all ain't right for this. I'm going to get her. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, this is not the time for this bullshit. I'm like, oh, what, Tommy? People are on edge right now. This is not these games. I'm trying to loosen up the edge, Miss Angel. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to loosen up the edge. Oh, my goodness. Tell me this. 2020, baby. 2020, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Thank you, Nick. Coming up. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Celebrity baby news. Singer Sierra and her husband, Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, did a gender reveal for their new baby on social media, and they are having a boy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. So they already have two children. Russ? That's big, Phil. That is. And and a boy, oh, yeah, so exciting for them. Congratulations. Oh, they had a kid already? Yeah, they have a little girl, and she had a boy from um, the future. You know that. Yeah. Time for Tell Me Something Good. Here's some Steve Harvey morning good news. Okay, morning show good news. A black woman is leading the charge to find a cure for COVID-19. Her name is Dr. Kizmikia Corbett, okay? Mm. Kizmikia Corbett. uh, She's one of the leading researchers working toward a life-saving cure of COVID-19. This is according to the New York Times. Dr. Corbett and her team at the uh, National Institute of Health in Bethesda have already started clinical trials. Dr. Corbett has been working nonstop seven days a week with hopes of having a successful vaccine available by early to mid-2021. Dr. Corbett said there was and is already a fair amount of pressure. A lot of people are banking on us or feel that we have a protect. Um, a product that could at least be part of an answer this world needs right now. And, well, phew, um, (laughs) just say that out loud is not easy. Saying that out loud is not easy, she said. She explained about the trial currently underway in Seattle. Thank you, Dr. Kizmikia, corporate black girl magic. All right? She was, uh, I was watching her on TV yesterday. Uh She was really, really poised and, um, She's very optimistic and hopeful Uh Mm -hmm. about what can happen. She was saying that they're trying desperately to try to come up with something possibly by the fall that frontline workers can use. Mm -hmm. To protect them. Yeah. 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 But, you know, uh, I think that's great. And I think this sister headed up was really, really uh, wonderful to see. Mm -hmm. Also, man, one of the things, man, that's really disturbing is 
Uh, everybody's somebody's always trying to make money off of uh, the 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 uh, despair and the plight of other people. These mask man. There's companies mm. overcharging, trying to run scams. They're doing everything, trying to benefit from this crisis that all of us are in. Mm-hmm. And in Los Angeles, man, the uh, the uh, mayor is pressing charges and everything, man. I mean, this dude is not playing around. If he catches you with any scams going, they're actually, you know, citing people. They're going after him. They did, mm, they did a list good. of people on TV the other Bill Garcetti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, during disasters, they do that, too. They run scams during natural disasters. Yeah. You know, hurricane, tornadoes. and They, they always try to scam people. And so while now they're here down, we are. While, they're, while they're vulnerable. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. while people are vulnerable. That's really sad. This is really a shame. People mm-hmm. trying to profit off mm-hmm. of this. Airlines do it all the time, Carl. Mm-hmm. Who, Tommy? Airlines, they do it all the time. What do you mean? Well, explain yourself, Tommy. What do you mean? The airlines jack their prices up all the time. That is what I'm talking about. Is that something completely different? Uh, well. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. just show with Sister Odell was here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. paying for a product. Uh... <laughs> all right, Steve. Time to get caught up on today's news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. Okay, here comes the seriousness. There are now over 600,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus in the United States. 600,000 confirmed cases, more than 25,000 American deaths. And it looks like President Trump is making another about face. He's got to. On Monday, you may remember, Trump said that as president, he had the absolute right, his words, absolute right over the state's governors to order schools and businesses reopened across the country next month if he wanted to, and he was getting ready to do it. Well, New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo reminded Trump that he was elected president and not king, and that the governors were tasked with making such decisions. Also, quote, astounded legal scholars wondered where Trump got that idea in the first place. So now Trump has changed his tune. The governors are responsible. They have to take charge. They have to do a great job. And we're going to suggest that they check people through tests or otherwise coming into their states. Yeah, meanwhile, Trump says he's holding back on U.S. payments to the World Health Organization. He's seeking to place the blame for the current pandemic on the International Health Group. He's claiming that it withheld crucial information on the coronavirus to the rest of the world. However, the WHO says the real situation was just the opposite, that it in fact issued repeated warnings that the virus was likely to spread globally around the time that Trump was saying that it was under control and going away. Of course, the big news of the day yesterday was former President Barack Obama's endorsement of Joe Biden because he simply says, Joe gets things done. Joe helped me manage H1N1 and prevent the Ebola epidemic from becoming the type of pandemic we're seeing now. He helped me restore America's standing and leadership in the world. Joe has the character and the experience to guide us through one of our darkest times and heal us through a long recovery. And I know he'll surround himself with good people experts, scientists, military officials who actually know how to run the government and know how to work with our allies and who will always put the American people's interests above their own. 
Donald Trump claims that Mr. Obama was forced into endorsing his former vice president. Here we go again with Florida cops. This time, Miami Brass uh, claims to be investigating the case of what looks like an ignorant white cop handcuffing a black doctor who was outside of his own home, merely loading medical equipment into his van to help the homeless. 34-year-old Dr. Armin Henderson is a physician in internal medicine at the University of Miami Health System. He'd been profiled for his selfless work in the Miami Herald only two weeks earlier. The cops seen on video screaming, you call me sergeant when I'm talking to you, and blah, blah, blah. Again, Mr. Hedison, Dr. Hedison had nothing to do wrong. According to the latest Harris poll, Americans are making like it's Super Bowl Sunday every day since being ordered to stay home, eating a lot of chocolate and stuff, and eating more candy bars than, you guessed it, potato chips. Mm, love that. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, our forever president, Barack Obama, endorsed Joe Biden for president yesterday. Take a listen. The kind of leadership that's guided by knowledge and experience, honesty and humility, empathy and grace. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. It belongs in the White House. And that's why I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for president of the United States. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made, and he became a close friend. And I believe Joe has all the qualities we need in a president right now. Joe has the character and the experience to guide us through one of our darkest times and heal us through a long recovery. And I know he'll surround himself with good people, experts, scientists, military officials, who actually know how to run the government and care about doing a good job running the government and know how to work with our allies and who will always put the American people's interests above their own. Mm. No, that was a direct dig. <clears throat> body blow, body uh-huh. blow. Sounds so presidential. Uppercut. Yes, yes, yes. We miss you. <laughs> he would have handled this COVID-19 pandemic completely different than the current occupier of the White House. Well, we'd, we'd have never fired the people that got fired that yeah. would normally Real. take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the pandemic, uh, task pandemic task force mm-hmm. would have yeah. still been in place. Yeah. But he's busy trying to deflect all of this off of him. Like mm-hmm. he uh, was on it from the get-go. He even released that ridiculous promo tape of himself handling the crisis. And it's just... And then at the press conference, Steve, when the reporter asked him, because he left out the month of February, and when she asked him about that, he shut her down so hard. It was a reporter from CBS News. He shut her down so hard. It was just so mean and nasty. He talked about, that's why your ratings are low and you have no rate. I mean, what does that have to do with the question? She was like, what? Mr. President, just, just answer you. Just answer the question. All he cares about is our ratings. Yeah. That's all he cares. That's why that's your ratings are money. low. Nobody cares about the ratings of what TV show got ratings right now. Right. People no are dying. one. Yes. Man, all TV shows is down. I don't know if he noticed or not. <laughs> Production. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood's closed, partner. Yeah. Then he took Ain't nobody the making no new nothing. Steve from the huh? World, World, World Health Organization. Organization, he yeah. He mm-hmm. took the funding away from that yesterday. Because he wants to, to take the funding away so he can blame them. Blame yes, them. That's yeah, it. that's the blame. He's been, they he's did been nothing to stop this. Yeah. Oh, this dude is amazing. Man, but what are they going to do with that money? He said it was like $500 million a year. What are they doing with the money? He didn't say that part. So, 
Anyway, Steve, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, uh, we're going to switch gears, have a little fun. It's time for the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. That's coming up right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer. You can submit your questions to Steve Harvey at steveharveyfm.com. All right, this one's from Deidre. Uh, she's an iHeartRadio app listener, so thank you for that, Deidre. Deidre says, I just turned 50 and I'm going through a divorce. While going through the divorce, uh, this process, I reconnected with an old friend that I've always had a huge crush on. We've become close, and he confessed that he has always had a crush on me, too. He said he wants to have a romantic relationship with me, but he's giving me time to heal. I have healed enough, and I don't need any more time, but I don't want to look eager and desperate. Is there a way to tell him how I feel, or should I just be patient? No, all you got to do is start the dating process. See, it's not an exchange of words. You have to get involved in an exchange of actions. Start the dating process. Find out if he really means what he says. Now, I understand you just got divorced, but what people have to admit, though, when you get divorced or going through a divorce, the marriage has been over for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just let it play out, go to dinner, get to know him better, find out if all these is just actions instead of words, because we will say anything we want we think you want to hear in order for us to get what we want. So you got to stop listening to the words and get into the action. Start dating the man and, and, and give yourself some time to get to know him. Now, sound to me like you hot and heavy, but you need to slow it down for a little bit before you just pass out something that ain't got no, 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 no return factor. So it's, it's okay to date even if the paperwork ain't finished? Yeah, I mean, what? You're getting a divorce. I'm just yeah, I mean, why not? You know, people, people. Because they, some people do not agree with that, Steve. You know I that. understand. You don't have to. It's up to you. But in the, but in the real world, people see other people while they marry. Yeah. So I don't understand why we having a problem with the dating while you going through the divorce. Because people see each other while they marry. And I would like to see one. Full blown damn relationships. <laughs> yeah. Ain't filed. Nothing. Ain't discussed a divorce <laughs> at all. So that's why, and uh, you know, I, if people don't agree. You don't have to do it, but I'm just talking real life. If you listen to her letters, she she gone already, yeah. Billy. Yeah, I'm just right. being real. This one's from uh, Serena in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. She says, "My husband can't get enough of me, and I'm tired of ducking and dodging him in this house." He has always had a high sex drive, and we have sex anywhere from four to six times a week. We're both working from home right now, so he has gotten worse. It's like his favorite pastime now. I could be on a Zoom call for work, and he'll whip out his boy and tell me it's on as soon as my call is over. I'm ready to to go back to work because I can't do this all day. How can I get him to watch TV or do something else? I can't help you, boy. I don't know. I don't know how long y'all been married, but you know that's a lot. Six times a week. How many times a week? Six. Four to six times a week. That's a lot, dog. That's a lot, especially if you've been with a person for a while. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for married people. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, if you dating, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. That's six times in a day. 
That ain't nothing. Six. Back when I was in college, I was. Here we what? go. What? Jack You're... Rabbit Jr. <laughs> yeah. Here come Peter Cottontail. So yeah. what should she do? How can she get I don't know what TV she can do. do nothing. Oh. Ain't nothing you can do. It's you quarantine. Ain't nothing to we done watch TV. Take your vitamins. Hell. I get I get you know what man? I, I don't watch so much done. TV. No, you ain't no work. When you get off this phone call, you see me. Her work <laughs> phone call. See what I'm over here doing? Soon as you get off that call, it's on. Wow. Now she on there just talking mm-hmm. to the computer screen now. <laughs> yes, she on the Zoom Ain't nobody call. on it. Ain't nobody on it. <laughs> yeah. She's exhausted. It's black. She watching videos. I have one more quick one. This is from uh, Daryl in East Texas. My right. girlfriend and I. Oh, I can't get to it. I will right, we'll come back. Do yeah. All right. All right. Uh, coming up next, we're going to uh, switch gears again. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Wait till you get a load of this, Steve. Mo money, even mo problems. That is the subject. Remember the kitchen Hello. lover, the guy who was 56, he was uh, having yeah. relations, shall we say, yeah. in the kitchen with his his wife's niece? Well, yeah. he's back from Monday's show. He heard he our response. He wrote another letter? He wrote another wow. letter. Ooh, I okay. can't wait. People he's love back. pain, though. Mm-hmm. They love pain. <laughs> Damn, dog. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that right now, Shirley, though. I think huh? we should do a special edition this today. Okay. I think okay. we should read the old letter. Yeah. Old letter. Mm-hmm. So we can get an understanding. Then, and extended a couple of breaks. A special strawberry edition today (laughs) on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, my God. All right, bet. We got it. (laughs) But right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. Nephew, what you got? Brand spanking new shirt. I got, you're not a good homeschool teacher. Who you talking about? You, 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 uh, no, you're not a good homeschool teacher. Let's go, Kat. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Nikki. This is Nikki. How you doing, Nikki? Uh, I am, I'm Mr. Daniels. I'm calling from the e-learning department. Hey. All right. Your daughter is, is Jasmine, correct? Sixth grader? Yes, sir. Yes, she is. All right, and you've been, uh, you guys have been corresponding back and forth with Miss and her teacher. Yes. All right. So here's my. I'm calling. Uh, Miss has brought some things to my attention. Uh, Nikki, if you don't mind, who's who's actually helping Jasmine with her schoolwork? That would be me. Every day, what a task. All right. So I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but let me let you know what's going on. Um, on her computer. No, that's not anything wrong with her computer at all. I've spoken with Miss several times about Jasmine, and we've just balled it down to whoever's helping her with her work is just not doing a good job. You should not be the person that's helping her with her schoolwork. Okay, hold on. Now, what what you mean? I shouldn't be helping her. That's my child. You I, said I, I shouldn't understand. be teaching my child. I'm saying whoever is teaching her is not doing a good job as a teacher. You know, and this could affect Jasmine to the point where, from the looks of what I've seen and, and what's been turned in, I'd 
truly don't see Jasmine going to the seventh grade. I mean, this is this is. Um, is there anybody else there that can help Jasmine with her work? No, she got she got me. What's wrong with her work? What Miss got to say? Because I just talked to her, and she could have told me this. What's what what what's the subject? What's the problem? Well, Math, it's all the science, reading, writing. It's, no, it's, it's not it's, all it's, of them. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What's the problem? What's what's the problem? Give me the assignment because I'm I I've been working with her. So what's the problem? Well, everything is coming back. I think the last uh, paper I looked at, she got a 45 on it. Uh, I looked at some math work. It was a, a 62. I mean, if you are the person that's teaching her over there, you're just not no, you can wait. good at that. Wait a minute. No, you hold on. And you can get Miss on the phone, too, because I don't. I, y'all don't got my baby work. And if she got a problem, she can come teach the child. She can open up the schools and get them back. Because my baby is. Well, 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 there, there's no opening the schools at, at this point right now. There's no opening of the schools. So Look, we're, if, we're, if she got a problem, if she got a problem, then she could come teach my child. That's what she's supposed to be doing anyway. Okay. But the, the problem is right now, you're the person that's at home teaching yes. the child. You're is, the person right. that's at home teaching the girl, and, and it's not helping. So I don't want Jasmine to not make it to the seventh grade, but at this point, it, that's what it's looking like. If I got to teach it, then she gonna learn it how I learned it. Okay, with this math, this new math they got these kids doing, no, she gonna learn it how I learned. Five times five, twenty-five. She gonna learn her timetable. Okay, but we can't, ma'am. You're undoing what we've taught already. You can't take them back. Y'all need to teach it. Y'all need to teach it a better way. I send my child to school for this. Okay, I'm not getting paid. I gotta cook. I gotta clean. I'm in here with these kids. I'm being a a, a mother for all these kids and my husband. I don't have time for all of this. So if 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 the teacher, the teacher needs to come. Well, let me say this, Miss Nikki. Let me let me say this, Miss Nikki. I don't have time for a parent not realizing that they're not a good teacher. I don't have time for that. Whoever who are you? Whoever you are, e-learning department, whatever, you need to come e-learn my child since I'm not doing it right. Then y'all need to come get over here and do this mother work. Do this work. Okay, ma'am, my if, child if, is if, going to the seventh grade. If I got to come up there when, it, when the school opens back, oh, trust, you will see me. We don't have time okay. for this. We got too okay, much well, going on. You are not a good homeschool teacher. That's the <laughs> problem. <laughs> Baby, my child is going to the seventh grade. Oh, trust me. Mm-hmm. No, who is your print? Who is the print? No, no. Let me talk to somebody else. You ain't doing it. My child is going to seventh grade. She gonna get this. She get this work, and y'all, y'all gonna get this work too. I'm, I'm not accepting uh, uh, 45s and 62s on papers, ma'am, and and going to let you, your daughter advance to the seventh grade. That's okay, not. Okay, you, you're right. I'll, I'll take it over, but y'all need to double check. And if she's having no, a no, problem, no, no, no. Once, once again, you checking it over is the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> if she got a problem, what she got a mother teacher for? What she got a teacher for? The te- let the teacher check the work. What's the difference? Let the teacher check the work. I'm not calling you no more. And you, what, hold on, what's your name again? You talking to me? My name is Mr. Yes, Dan. Okay, I'm from the e learning. Okay, I don't give a damn for for what e learning you need. Oh, Lord. Look, I don't care what it is. I don't care about this first man. So, me, you get off this phone. I'm calling her ass up right immediately. So, she can tell me all this stuff you got to tell me. She don't got to hide behind you. She can call me directly. So, thank you, Mr. Daniels. Let me know. Oh, it's about.
on. This school, if y'all got an issue with the way I'm teaching, take your kids back. Come teach in the front yard. I'll open up my door. You can talk, teach my child from outside if you got a problem with it. But that's from right now, I'm all she got. I'm what she got. I'm the teacher. She gonna learn it the way I'm teaching her. If y'all got a problem, y'all got a problem. But she going to the seventh grade. Oh, best believe my baby going to the seventh grade. Okay, then, then, then maybe, maybe I just, maybe I need to talk to Brian, your husband. Maybe I need to talk to Brian. About what? You can talk to me. You can talk to me. You don't need to talk to him. You can talk to me. I speak for both of us. So not nah, talk to me. And okay, what? well, I, and I what? just, I spoke with Brian a couple of days ago. So. He ain't say nothing to me. So, and Brian, okay, what? okay, but, what? but you know what, what Brian said about this? Said what? Brian, because he ain't tell me nothing. What? Brian told me to call you. He told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve oh, Harvey Morning yeah. Show. Nikki, you just got pranked by your husband, Brian. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't let me get him. Look, these kids been driving me <laughs> up the wall. I hate. <laughs> I hate this. I don't understand this stuff. These kids driving me crazy. They want to Nigga, you all right? <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, make sure he get home. Make sure he get home. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Man, look, coronavirus going to have to see me after this. This too much. I just started drinking. Oh, Lord, come get these kids. Tell me one more thing, baby. It's 2020. Tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. It's the Steve. Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> What's up? I love her. My baby going to 7th grade. My baby going. She going to learn like I five times five is 25, okay? <laughs> All this new her. math y'all yeah. doing, ain't nobody got time what? for that. She's a damn on? teacher. She supposed to be teaching. Uh -huh. Oh, my baby going to 7th grade. I, I, when I come down there, she'll be in 7th grade. <laughs> she going to be in 7th grade. <laughs> uh, Catch me and my boy Jay Anthony Brown today at the TNJ Stay at Home Coronavirus Comedy Show. Catch us today on my YouTube channel, The Nephew Tommy Experience. That is today at 3 p.m. Eastern, acting a damn fool. Shirt? All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. <laughs> more money, even more problems. We'll be back with a special edition right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And Steve, you were saying earlier that this is a very special edition of the Strawberry Letter because we... Uh, have heard from this person twice now. He wrote us Monday, um, and we're going to read that letter, and then he wrote us again for today for this letter, okay? So Monday's letter, Tommy, go ahead and introduce, and we'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen, strawberry letter. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so Monday's letter subject was Mo Money, Mo Problems, okay? This one said, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 56-year-old man with lots of swag, and I have, a fine, I have had fine women all my life. Eight years ago, I decided it was time to get married, and I found a good woman to settle down with. I've all 
always fooled around with lotto and uh, bought scratch-offs. And a year ago, I got lucky and won $800,000. My wife and I retired, paid everything off, and traveled a little bit. My wife's 26-year-old niece is in culinary school, so we hired her as our personal chef, and she came three days a week to cook. My wife volunteers at a senior daycare most afternoons, so I was left home alone with her niece when she was cooking. The niece is slim and fine with long legs and a nice butt. We talked and sipped wine while she cooked, and whenever she left, I'd give her a nice tip, and she'd give me a hug. One day, the hug turned into a kiss, and the kiss turned into sex. She initiated it, and after that day, we had sex several times a week. Uh, She was real freaky, and she always wanted to do it in the kitchen. I got caught up, and I started giving her a lot more money. This made me feel like the old player that I used to be, and I was not thinking straight. This girl had been filming us having sex over and over again. In the beginning, she told me that she likes to film herself in the kitchen so she can use her cooking videos for extra credit in class. Well, now she is demanding that I give her $50,000 or she's telling my wife. I can't move this much money out of our account without my wife knowing it to make it worse. Uh, I can't fire her without my wife questioning it. I have sl- I haven't slept in days and I'm a nervous wreck. How am I going to get out of this? Please help. Uh, well, <laughs> our response was, sir, we can't help you. <laughs> we I'll don't take know. it over. For Go let ahead. me handle this part right <laughs> yeah. here, sure. Our response, and <laughs> even all of the fellas, was in a total agreement. We can't help you <laughs> on this one right here, dog. <laughs> You done done something (laughs) that we ain't got no response for. Mm -hmm. We going to be here in case you need a place to stay. You know, you need to come lay down some night (laughs) over here. You can crash in my house. But that's all we got for you. So that's basically where we left it. It was a lot more to it than that. Mm -hmm. But now here's the new letter. Part two, subject, more money, even more problems. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm back. After listening to all the advice you guys had, it lifted my spirits a little bit. Even J. Anthony Brown and Tommy were trying to help. But I've had more drama, and my stress level is even higher. Steve, I thought I still had some player left in me, but no, I don't. My wife's niece still comes to the house to cook, but I still I steer clear of her. I have stayed in the basement or left the house just to avoid her. She was there recently, and I told my wife I was going jogging. When I came back, I went in through the basement because the niece was there. I heard my wife and her niece arguing, and my wife's sister was on speakerphone. My wife was yelling, so I had to go to the top of the stairs to hear what was going on. Apparently... <laughs> Apparently, my wife is having an affair with a guy at the church, and she confided in her sister about it. Uh Well, Uh it looks like my wife's sister told the niece about it, and the niece mentioned it to my wife. My wife's sister apologized over and over, but my wife ended up hanging up on her. My wife and her niece kept arguing, and I heard the niece tell my wife that she would uh, need her weekly payments doubled, or she was going to tell me, tell her little secret. I can't believe that my wife is a cheater, and I couldn't believe her her niece was talking to her that way. This may sound unreal, but none of this happened before I got this money. Do you think my cheating will be overlooked? 
uh, if I confront my wife about her cheating, maybe I should just file for divorce. <laughs> Looks like my wife doesn't want to be with me anyway. And I thought we were solid. What should I do? <laughs> Again, my we man. can't help you. you. <laughs> he, can, he, can, he, can, he can be helped now. <laughs> come on, come on, Shirley. Come on, Shirley. All right, listen, I don't know how much time we have, Steve, but this 20-year-old, I mean, she's just playing you again. Uh, used to be player. She's playing your wife, her blood aunt. I think she's a horrible person. You're all pretty messy, the whole family. Your marriage is a lie. Everybody's cheating on everybody. Please don't try to play uh, the victim here, though, by saying your wife doesn't want to be with you anyway. I mean, because you didn't think about your wife when you were doing her niece in the kitchen. You didn't think about that. I just, I just say, since you were both cheating, you and your wife, uh, if either of you, if she finds out about you, I, I think you two deserve each other now. That way, think about it. You don't have to split up the money in a divorce. And uh, <laughs> that no good ratchet niece of hers won't have to get a dime of your money, okay? Again, we cannot help you. Steve? I'm going to have such a good time with this one when we come back. Yes. <laughs> First of all, uh, I just can't believe this gift that I've been given letter number two from dog dog this time I need you to pay very close attention because we have a new situation here and I will address it right after this all right Steve we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour today's letter more money even more problems all right we'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show all right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, mo money, even mo problems. Here we go. Let's go. Now, recap. homeboy is back after he been uh, having sex with his niece all over the kitchen on video. She uh, told him, give me $50,000, i am going to go to your wife. You've been avoiding her, so now we get to the new letter. After listening to all these guys, uh, it, you guys, it kind of lifted my spirits a little bit. Even J. Anthony Brown and Tommy was trying to help. Yes, we was, but to no avail. Uh, there's nothing we can do for you, dog. Uh, but I had more drama in your stress level that got high now. Steve, I thought I still had some player left in me, but no. I told you you didn't in the letter. Your player days is over. You, you are sugar daddy now. See, when you got $800,000 and you paying a girl big tips and having sex with her, that you a sugar daddy. You ain't a player. You a sugar daddy, dog. Uh, I still have some playing, but I don't. Uh, my wife's niece still comes to the house to cook, but I still clear. Stayed in the basement or left the house just to avoid her. She was there recently, and I told my wife I was going jogging. When I came back, I went in through the basement because the niece was there. I heard my wife and my niece arguing, and your wife's sister was on speakerphone. My wife was yelling so hard that I had to go to the top of the steps just to hear what was going on. Now, he done found out that his wife is having an affair with a guy at the church, and she confided in her sister about it, but it looks like your, her sister told the niece about it, and the niece turned around and mentioned it to your wife. Can I say thank you, Jesus? Can I say hallelujah? 
Wednesday. Can I say that the Lord works in mysterious ways? Yeah, she, she threatened to tell her wife. Yeah. No, 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 no. What you mean he threatened? No, no. She, my wife and her niece kept arguing, and I heard the niece tell my wife that she would need her weekly payments doubled. No, I ain't got to that to part tell. yet. No, just stay with me, Shirley. I'm talking about the fact that he came up there, and his wife's sister had told the niece, the girl he was sleeping with and screwing, and the niece mentioned it to, my, to the wife. Now, I'm thinking, oh, glory, this is because my wife's sister kept apologizing over and over, but my wife ended up hanging up on her. My wife and her niece kept arguing, and I heard the niece tell my wife she would need her weekly payments double or she was going to tell her little secret. Thank you, Jesus. God glory. Boy, you needed an out. I'll be damned if the phone, if the red phone ain't just ring and you got a reprieve from the governor. Because, boy, nah, it ain't just you. Glory. Glory. This what you needed, but we got a bigger problem now. Because your wife is a cheater. And now you messed up. And you couldn't believe that your niece was talking to her that way. Wait a minute, hold up. Wasn't she talking to you the same damn way? What a surprise that, dog. This helper tricky. She tricky. And I got news for you. Not, he said, none of this, this may sound unreal, but this never happened before I got this money. Now, player, see, you were stupid before that. See, money don't change people. I say this all the time. It makes you more of who you really are. So now you got this money and you just got real stupid. You were stupid before because you've been thinking you was a player and you had all this swag and you don't. <laughs> now, let me explain something to you. Could it be that your niece had this information which is why she started flirting with you and y'all start having this affair in the kitchen. Maybe your niece already had this information and then she gonna play two sides. She bought it up cause her conscience bothered her cause you ain't mentioned the 50,000 no more. So now she done bought it up to your wife and now done gotten in your wife face talking about either you double my salary or I'm gonna tell your little secret. Mm-hmm. Well, hold up partner. Mm-hmm. You can double the salary because if that's the secret she going to keep, yours is off the hook because she done found out she can't get this 50 because you said you ain't got no way. So little young girl, she's stupid. She done went around the back door to try to get her money since you can't get her the money without moving that kind of money. So she done found a way now to get more money from your wife who ain't really your wife because she's sleeping with the dude down at the church. I can't believe you ain't asked about who the hell he is. But none of this happened before I got this money. Do you think my cheating would be overlooked if I confront my wife about her cheating? Hell no. Hell no. Dog, dog, see, you stupid, dude. Dog, you, this $800,000 ain't your problem. It's your rationing. You think, do you think your cheating will be overlooked if you confront your wife about her cheating, who is this you've been seeing at the church? Da 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 da. Yeah, well, I was screwing your niece. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm. what? Oh, yeah. In my house? What? Oh. Boy, boy. Get you. At least, at least I wasn't in our home. 
real. That's the ugly. comeback. We That's come real. back. Uh-uh. Come on. Part okay. three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> more money, even more problems. Part three. This of is today's damn near good as in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, all. My man. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Part three of today's Strawberry Letter. We're doing a special edition of the Strawberry Letter today. Subject, more money, even more problems. Right. It was written by the kitchen lover. Quick recap. <laughs> Man wrote us in Monday talking about he had a problem. His uh, niece went to culinary school. They got this $800,000 lottery ticket, retired. They've been traveling. Both of them quit their jobs. Hired their little niece from the culinary school, his wife's niece from the culinary school. She been cooking three days a week. She tall, fine, got a nice butt. They started looking at each other, winded up kissing one day. They winded up having sex, but they've been having sex in the kitchen. Come to find out she was recording all her cooking till she mm. was making videos, and now all his sex capades in the kitchen is on video. She uh, and told him, if you don't give me $50,000, I'm going to tell your wife. That's why he wrote us. He was sick. He can't sleep. He about to lose his marriage. He don't know what to do. We told him we can't help him. Stupid. The only thing we could tell him was illegal, and we could never say none of that on the air. So <laughs> he wrote us back today and saying he he been avoiding her. Appreciate y'all trying to help me, man. I felt felt a little bit better, but I was avoiding her. I came home one day, and him and the niece, the niece and his wife, was in the kitchen arguing because. Uh, his wife had confided in her sister that she was having an affair with this man at this church. And the wife's sister told the niece who was to cook who had been screwing her husband. And she mentioned it to her. And then they got on the phone and the wife apologized. The wife's sister was apologizing, but the niece was arguing with him when they hung up. She told uh, this dude's wife that if she don't double her salary, she going to spread her little secret. So now he's standing there. He can't believe his wife is a cheater, but he a cheater too. So I don't know why he's shocked about that. And then he couldn't believe that her niece was talking to her that way. We can't believe her niece was up on that kitchen counter with you either. So it's a lot of unbelievable. Then he said, this might sound unreal, but none of this happened before I got this money. Mm. Oh, it just didn't happen because you didn't have availability. And now... uh, now, do you think my cheating would be overlooked if I confront my wife about her cheating? And cheating ain't getting overlooked, partner. Especially when you screwed the woman's niece. Now, ain't nobody overlooking this. Now, dog, now I appreciate you writing he this back. He want a pass. But you can't get a pass on this right now. You got to keep, you got to, don't open your damn mouth about this thing. You got to let all this go. If you confront your wife, man, all hell gonna break loose. Get that phone, man. Now, looks like my wife don't want to be with me anyway. And I thought we were solid. What should I do? How you thought y'all was solid? All right, look. One more damn time with this fool. Okay. (laughs) Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram. Oh, I I got a song for it, too, woman. Coming up at the top of the hour, promises to ourselves right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So since the COVID-19 pandemic and everything, we've all probably, since we've been at home under quarantine, we've all probably made a lot of promises to ourselves like, uh, I'll never do this again, or I can't wait to do that. Or I'll, I'll never talk to him again. I'll never talk to her again. Whatever it might be. 
I want the guys, I want you guys to finish these sentences, okay? Okay, wait, but hold on. Okay. Uh-huh. I, 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 I thought we were still doing this letter. My bad. Oh, you still want to do the letter? No, no, okay. no. It's cool, but let me, let, okay. me, let me just say this and we'll do this Go question. ahead, part okay. eight. Go ahead. No, no, part <laughs> eight. This is all. Kitchen love. Will you stop? <laughs> That's what we are. We're all up in here. All over the countertops. I know this ain't right. But I can't let go mm. this cold I feel cause a counter stainless steel. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen mm. love. Okay, go ahead, Shirley. That's all. all right. <laughs> go ahead. I like it though, Steve. I like it. One more time, Shirley. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Shirley. All right, so you know how we make promises. We've been at home. Uh, we're, we're getting bored, so we'll make promises to ourselves about what we're not going to do or what we're going to do during the quarantine. So I want the guys to finish these sentences, please. Uh, here's the first one. When this is all over, I will never blank again. Oh. <laughs> Junior, come on. When this is all oh. over. When this is all over, I'm not looking at this window no damn more. <laughs> when this yeah. is over, not this one. Yeah. You're just no, looking at that tree, Junior. Not out this window no more. Your tree. Nah, it'll be a new window. It won't be that one. All right, come on, tell me. When this is all over, I will, I will never. never be in the house with this, these people again that long, ever. <laughs> how, you gonna, how you control that? You're insane. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm not, if I see it happening again next next season, next oh. Corona season, uh-huh. I'm not gonna be at home. I'm not gonna be at home. It's not gonna happen to me. I'm sorry. When this is all over, Come on, Steve. this yes. the last damn time I'm washing my hands. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you gotta wash your hands. That's forever. That's funny though. All right, here's another one. The first, unless you have more on this one, the first thing I'm going to do when the quarantine ends is, Junior? Oh, the first thing I'm going to do uh-huh. is step on the other side of my dope. That's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do. I ain't did that in a while. I'm going to step on the other side, though. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do when this quarantine ends is what, Tommy? Get in my car, gas it up, and get on I-10 and head west, and don't look back. <laughs> don't doing? look back. He I'm gone. Stupid, I Steve. swear Help I'm gone. Him. You can't say that, Tommy. Why it can't is. I say it? That's what I believe. You cannot say that. Okay. All right. Steve, right. tell him. Tell the first him. thing I'm going to do when this quarantine is over uh-huh. is I'm speaking to everybody. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm finna be Mr. Damn Happy. Congeniality. Oh, yes, oh I miss people it. so damn much. Hi, how y'all doing? How your mama them? How's everybody today? How y'all doing? Oh, man, good to see you, man. Hey, I'm Steve Harvey. Hey, how are you? No, no, really, I am. No. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. <clears throat> I'm never going to eat another blank for as long as I live. Junior, oh, I'm never going to eat another piece of chicken salad. <laughs> Not chicken now what? another piece of chicken mm. salad. I'm tired of making chicken salad. I make it every other three days. I need it to last, but I'm not going to eat no more of this. Come on, Tommy. I'm never going to eat, gonna another. eat another one of my wife's omelets again as soon as we get through with this here. I hate it. It's the same damn omelet every morning. It don't change. Oh, you 
Go ahead. I ain't ever gonna eat another damn peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Man, I done made so many damn peanut butter sandwiches. I ate two today, Steve. I know I what you mean. 39 sandwiches last week. <laughs> you counted them? <laughs> Coming up, uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show with some trending stories uh, at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Amazon stocks hit an all-time high. Yesterday, shares of Amazon, the world's biggest online retailer, climbed over 5%, giving the company a market value of more than, you guys ready for this number, Steve? 1.1 trillion with a tiara dollars, okay? That's a lot of money right there. Amazon announced an additional 75,000 employees and is increasing hourly pay. That's good news. Mm -hmm. Amazon, uh, you know, Amazon in the past has been criticized in the recent past during this pandemic as uh, the company's warehouse workers have protested conditions at the facilities and demanded better uh, protections against uh, COVID-19. Amazon fired one protest organizer. But wow, $1.1 trillion. That Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A trillion, y'all. A trillion. Yeah. With a T. That's almost, that's <laughs> half of what the government is, is gives, you know, in the um, stimulus, stimulus package. Mm-hmm. They're giving 2.2. He's, he's, wow, he's got $1.1 trillion. Why is trillion. Steve so quiet? Steve, what, uh, what is a trillion? You, you, tr- 12 you, zeros? <laughs> what you a trillion. How many zeros? A trillion. Tri- tri- no, how many? How many? That's a trillion is one is one thousand billions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in thirty three minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, our forever president, Barack Obama, endorsed Joe Biden for president yesterday. Take a listen. The kind of leadership that's guided by knowledge and experience, honesty and humility, empathy and grace. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. It belongs in the White House. And that's why I'm so proud to endorse Joe Biden for president of the United States. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made, and he became a close friend. And I believe Joe has all the qualities we need in a president right now. Joe has the character and the experience to guide us through one of our darkest times and heal us through a long recovery. And I know he'll surround himself with good people, experts, scientists, military officials, who actually know how to run the government and care about doing a good job running the government and know how to work with our allies and who will always put the American people's interests above their own. Mm. No, that was a direct dig. <clears throat> body blow, body blow. Uh-huh. Sounds so presidential. Uppercut. Yes, yes, yes. We miss you. <laughs> he would have handled this COVID-19 pandemic completely different than the current occupier of the White House. Well, we'd, we'd never find the people that got fired that yeah, would normally real. take care of mm-hmm. yeah, the, the pandemic, uh, task, pandemic force. task force. Mm-hmm. But it's still been in place. Yeah. But he's busy trying to deflect all of this off of him 
like he uh, was on it from the get-go. He even released that ridiculous promo tape of himself handling the crisis, and it's just... And then at the press conference, Steve, when a reporter asked him, because he left out the month of February, and when she asked him about that, he shut her down so hard. It was a reporter from CBS News. He shut her down so hard. It was just so mean and nasty. He talked about, that's why your ratings are low and you have no rate. I mean, what does that have to do with the question? She was like, what? Mr. President, just answer, you just answer the question. All he cares about is our ratings. Yeah. That's, all he cares. that's why it's your ratings are low. Nobody cares about the ratings of what TV show got ratings right now. Right. No one. Yes. Man, all TV shows is down. I don't know if he noticed or not. <laughs> production <laughs> yeah hollywood's closed partner yeah ain't nobody making no new ways, nothing steve from the uh-huh. world 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 health organization organization he yeah he mm-hmm. took the funding away from that yesterday because he wants to, to take the funding away so he can blame them. Blame them. Yes, that's yeah, it. that's the blame. They he's did been nothing a case. to stop this. Yeah. Oh, this dude is amazing. Man, but what are they going to do with that money? He said it was like five hundred million dollars a year. What are they doing with the money? He didn't say that part. So, uh, anyways, coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, J. Yeah. Anthony Brown. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and also, we'll have some uh, closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day, guys. Last break of the day, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a good yeah. day. It's been a good day. Yeah, we've had fun every day. Mm-hmm. That letter, that letter. Ooh, that letter was. Oh hot. yeah, that was a highlight of my day. That threw me there. <laughs> that was a four-parter today Man. or three-parter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Steve made a song out of it and everything. Kitchen love. We do not need to hit it. <laughs> That's what we are. I confess I wanted to hear it again. <laughs> Be so together. Uh-huh. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good, man. I enjoyed it. It's, it's hump day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hump day. At the house. Oh, yeah. Yep. At the house. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no hump. All them hump days. Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they went out. <laughs> Where do you guys do your um, your the show from? I do mine from my bedroom. Oh, what room in the house? Uh-huh, what room? I'm sharing my husband's office. Oh, yeah, you said your office. Ooh, yeah. I'm you in know. the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Come on, studio. <laughs> Where are you talking? I got, I got a studio. Mm, of course. Ooh, I got yes. a studio. I have a studio, studio. at the chateau. I just, Losers. I didn't say nothing about y'all kitchens and living rooms. <laughs> Bedrooms. I got a studio. I got a studio. Where you at? Where you My at? office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, which is a damn studio. Mm-hmm. No, I got a fireplace in here, TV. I watch a lot of movies. Fireplace. I got, a barn. Yeah. I got one, too, when I open this oven. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Keep it always 100. Uh, <laughs> so you got a fireplace, too, when I open this oven. Yeah. You will not be outdone. Yeah, no, hey, Junior, hey, for in. Christmas, you ought to set some logs on the door when you open it. <laughs> Put it on 350, baby. Hey, man. And have a little fan blowing some paper mache, hey. make it look like some flames what? moving. Man. Oh, man. Hey, y'all, listen, uh, closing <laughs> remarks today, I wanted to um, 
I just want to keep encouraging people during this time, man, to uh, keep your head up. Uh, there is a thing that you can apply here that's called faith because faith can change everything. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's, that's a scripture. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So in my estimation, the way I've always been taught what that meant was faith is really just serious, very serious hoping. And to the point where you take your hope and you just simply, instead of hoping, you just believe it to be so. And that's what makes faith being the substance of things hoped for. And so even if you're not a powerfully spiritual person or you're not really sure, sometimes you just got to start with the basic thing called hope. You can hope a lot of things, man. But if you keep hoping, sometimes you get signs along the way. What has happened to me is when I hope for something or I believe in something or I ask God for something and I apply my faith to it, then what I also ask for is during the waiting period for these things that I'm claiming to have faith in, if I, if that I'm asking God for, sometimes I ask God to show me something that is in the works. I'm not saying, God, show it to me today, show it to me tomorrow, make it happen tomorrow. No, if it's going to be a while before you give me the thing that I'm hoping for, that I have this faith in, sometimes I just ask for a little sign. And do you know that he'll give you one? Because everything that you're asking God for, it's going to happen for you, but it's going to happen at an appointed time. The problem with us is we give up on the appointed time. We give up believing. We give up hoping. We lose faith when it don't happen in the time frame that we want it to happen in. Look, man, that's not how this works. The things that I've asked for, I have never asked for anything and it became so easy to me. Oh, I get a lot of what I ask for, but it comes with challenges. It comes with lessons and the challenges and lessons get you prepared for the next level. Every hardship that you've ever come in your life has prepared you for something in your future. Because as we get older and we level up, we actually level up to a higher level. It's called growth. It's called growth. And so as we level up, we get our faith goes to another level. Our, the way we hope goes to another level. Even the things that we start believing we can get goes to another level. When you practice faith, it increases over the course of time. But remember this thing now, before I get out of here. Faith without works is dead. You can't just want and believe something and not be willing to put in the necessary, the, the due diligence that comes with it. Faith without works is dead. We have got to apply the work, y'all. But, but what else you got to do? If you're going to ask God for something, and if you're going to believe that he can give it to you, why would you not be willing to do the things that's necessary to make it come true? You got to work hard, man. Getting the things that you want and desire out of life, it's not easy. But if you have faith, it's doable. I had a t-shirt that I sold one time that says, faith don't make it easy. 
Faith makes it possible. Have some faith. Use your faith, y'all. Talk to God about it. God is in the giving business and be ready to do the work to make it happen. Faith without works is dead, but you got to at least start with the faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Keep hoping, y'all. Keep hoping. Those are my closing remarks, man. Hey, y'all yeah. stay safe out there. Wash your hands, everybody. And remember, quarantine does not mean if you know them, they can come in. Keep people out your house. Stay home. Wash your hands. Stay safe. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 